everyone. This is Nana Yankee, your host for the show Intimacy and Truth. Today is October 4th, 2020, and I'm coming to all of you um, with my second episode for the show. And this episode is called Deep Wounds. I hope I'm pronouncing it right because I have an accent sometimes. So the the topic is deep wounds. A wound is something that, you know, it's like a sore, hurts. So that's what the topic is. Please do excuse me because whilst I'm talking, I'm typing and I'm trying to multitask as well. So... That's what the topic is today. It's going to be deep wounds. Um, and let's just get into what we mean by deep wounds. So what is a what is deep? We know what the word deep is. What is a wound? A wound is an injury to a living tissue ca- caused by a cut, a blow, or, or other impact, typically one in which the skin is cut or broken. Another definition says um, a wound is an in, uh, inflicts an injury on someone. Um, you know, even a wound can it injures a person's feelings. So, what we're talking about today is deep, a uh, deep wounds, and that those deep wounds um, is actually in the soul. So it's one thing to be hurt physically, like if you cut yourself or you have a bruise. You know, you you you're. you're your skin or your body wounds, you know, it can heal itself. And usually that healing is faster and easier in most cases. But the wounds that are so deep that go beneath the skin, that go into the soul, (laughs) those take some time to heal. Those are what we call deep wounds. So that's what today's podcast is today. We won't be reading from the book Today, we're going to talk about deep wounds. We will come back to the book um, as we um, introduced it in the first episode, uh, the book Sexual Strongholds. We'll come back to that. But, um, you know, I just, I'm just going to follow what, you know, God puts on my heart to talk about. So today is about deep wounds. Um, before we get into the show, I'd like to say a prayer to open up. And I also have a song I want to play before we actually get into it. So let's pray first. Um, one thing I'm learning is to stop doing things in my own power and strength and you know, ask God to help me in all that I do. So Father God, I just wanna thank you for the, the beginning of a new week. Today is October 4th, Sunday. I thank you for sustaining me until this day. Thank you for my eyesight, God. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my mind. Thank you that even when you know, things are not perfect. You give me the hope to continue day by day. Thank you that even today I learned, God, something new from uh, Andrew Womack's ministry about pride, um, you know, and humility. Humility is basically being dependent on God. Um, that's what it really is. It's not an emotion or a feeling or a pretending to be sober or whatever, but humility just means God-dependent. So, Father God, I just want to be dependent on you for even the things that I think in my mind that I can do on my own. I want to be dependent on you. Please help me, Lord, to fulfill 
the purpose and reason why I'm here on this earth and give me the humility to get through my days. Help me be, help me be God dependent. Please lead me in today's podcast, God, to share what you put in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit, most of all. I bless you, God, and I thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. And I bless all my listeners, wherever you're listening to, listening from, excuse me, from around the world, I bless you in Jesus' name, amen. So let's get into today's podcast before we start discussing the topic of deep wounds. I just want to play this song and this song actually (laughs) the title is Are You With Me? Slash slash deep wounds and this is by an artist that I just discovered recently that I absolutely love and his name is Montel Fish. I played one of his songs in episode one of um, the show, um, the show, um, Intimacy and Truth. So um, I'll be playing another song from Montel Fish called Are You With Me? Deep Wounds. So please listen to the words and we're going to get into the topic. Thank you. I'm about to play it now and put the volume up. Just 
Thank you so much for listening to that song. It's I love that song actually. I love um, I'm a creative um, personally, so I love all kinds of music, and I believe that um, there's a lot of music out there. There's music um, that glorifies God, that praises and worships God in different types of sounds that I absolutely love. There's also music that you know speaks encouraging words to encourage us to know that we're not alone, that God's with us. And, you know, I'm definitely a creative, so I like all kinds of music, as long as it's either glorifying God or pointing me to the direction of God. So I love the song called Deep Wounds, and I like some of the words in there. Um, you know, it's basically, it reminds me of um, the book of Psalms when um, David pours his heart out to God in several of the Psalms when he's going through stuff that nobody else understands except God and you know there are times where David is just you know going on and on in the different psalms and you know and I remember um I would read these psalms and I would be like oh David you know like he keeps on <laughs> crying out to God and needing God and you know and then one day it just started happening to me and I was like whoa this is part of human this life, this imperfect uh, world that we're in, given the perfect grace of Christ to navigate. And um, yeah, so even David in the Bible had deep wounds and, you know, he had things he was going through, enemies coming against him, his own friends, his own family. And, you know, and, you know, there was just deep wounds that only God could deliver him from. And, and, and help him with and understand what he was going through. And one thing I like about this song is like, you know, reminds me of some of the Psalms in David. Well, basically the artist is just saying in his own words that he's saying that, you know, he's got deep wounds and, you know, and I like the part where it says, sometimes I wonder, are you with me through it all? And then he realizes that, yeah, you are, you are God. So he says, sometimes I wonder, are you with me through it all? You are God. I've got deep wounds. I didn't even know that you cared. I need you to heal me. Father, come and heal me. So like some of these words remind me of, um, you know, the expressions that David would express to God when he just knew that God was his fortress. God was his rock. God was his deliverer. He needed God to come through for him because he couldn't do it for himself. Others couldn't do it for him or wouldn't even do it for him and he needed God to come through on his deep wounds and that's what we're going to talk about today I actually meant to record this podcast on Friday but it didn't happen so it's happening today on Sunday and everything happens for a reason I give God all the glory for that you know um, if I go back to my I leave um, you know the book of Psalms David and I look at my own life you know, there's some days where I just feel like I am going to conquer the world. I feel like, who is Alexander the Great? I'll show Alexander the Great like I'm a conqueror. Like I just feel so in charge, so powerful. I have these days. Um, obviously, it's not in my strength. God gives me the grace to feel, to, 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 but to know that I can do all things in Christ. But then I have some days where I just feel defeated. 
I just feel like, oh God, Whew. I just don't even know how to describe it. There's some days where I feel so defeated. I don't even want to get out of the bed. There are those days. And in those days, um, I don't want to be a hot mess. So I know that even if I'm not feeling my best, even if I'm not feeling good, I still need to talk to God. I still need to glorify God. I still need to worship him. I still need to ask him to help me. In those days, there I can't sometimes I can't even move. I can't even think. I can't I just want to cry. And in those days, the best prayer that I can pray for myself is I always say, "Lord Jesus, please pray for me." and to see for me, I need it. So I need it every day. But this moment, I need you to pray for me, Lord Jesus, so I can get through it. I ask the Holy Spirit too. Some of my prayers will be like, Holy Spirit, I need you to intercede for me right now. I need you to groan for me because the Bible says, you know, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us and he groans and he makes sounds that are just unimaginable. And I just say, Holy Spirit, make those sounds for me, groan for me. Pray for me, intercede for me. I need you, Lord. I say, Jesus, you are my advocate. Intercede for me, strengthen me, you know. And then I'm reminded to speak um, life and not death. So I'm reminded to speak the word of God. Like, you know, there's words of God that give strength. Even if you feel you just can't even move a finger. The, like, for example, um, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Because in Jesus, I live and I move and I have my being. And honestly, sometimes in the moment or when you're saying that, you just feel like, okay, am I rena- uh, uh, renouncing, like, uh, sorry, uh, reciting, I want that's the word I'm looking for. Am I reciting? a poem or like it just feels like oh i'm just doing this in my mind is it really working but you know what you just do it you just speak life you just speak the word of god even when you don't feel like doing it you speak it so those days with god's help i you know i do my best to speak the word of god over my life i do my best to pray i do my best even if i can't pray i ask the holy spirit to pray for me even if i can't pray i ask jesus to pray for me even in my weaknesses i i i you know i lean on i lean on other people in christ you know uh i have i have you know um you know a father in the lord um my uh, pastor pastor gideon I have wonderful friends. Um, my one of my friends, um, his name is Paul. He's also an evangelist. Um, I, you know, I when the days I'm weak, I, I look to some of my friends, um, or my siblings in Christ, or my father and mothers in Christ. That you know, um, you know, I believe you know, um, you know, have more strength in those days to to please pray for me because. You know, intercession is also very powerful when you cannot pray for yourself or think for yourself. It's, it's, don't be shy to reach out to people that you trust to intercede for you. Um, there was a time when I was going through some stuff and I had friends interceding for me. I had a wonderful friend of mine called um, Judith and, you know, other friends, um, Fabiola, like just, I just had wonderful people that I don't even know that they're praying for me. But they're praying for me, and you know, and these, these, this, this intercession by 
other siblings in Christ or other men and women of God in Christ, these, you know, that is so helpful when you're going through, um, you know, difficult times or challenging times or you're having deep wounds you're you're um dealing with uh you have that don't be shy to reach out to people that you know might be you know stronger in those moments to pray for you to intercede for you don't be shy to ask the holy spirit to intercede for you don't be shy to ask jesus to intercede for you you know even if you don't want to speak the word of God, just speak it. It's not going to kill you or hurt you. So if anything, it will help you. And there are days where I don't feel like doing anything, but I know that it's a matter of life and death for me. And I have to speak the word of God. And I have to humble myself and reach out to people to pray for me, to intercede for me. I have to ask Jesus to intercede. I have to ask the Holy Spirit to intercede. So I understand those days. Believe me, I understand those days. Oh, yes. And I understand the days where you just feel like Superman, Superwoman, Wonder Woman. You feel like, wow, I can do anything, you know? There are those days as well. And there's, there are also days where you just feel indifferent. You don't feel necessarily like on top of the world. You don't feel more than a conqueror, but you don't feel defeated either. You just feel so indifferent, which is not necessarily the best thing because you have to always position yourself um, as a child of God, as a soldier of Christ, you have to always be positioned. You can never be, uh, you know, indifferent either, you know? So, but the thing is that it's life and it happens and different days come with different things. And we just have to keep encouraging ourselves. And another th one thing that truly affects us to have those type of days where we feel defeated, where we feel sad, where we feel lonely. And I know those days because I've been through many of them. So I understand I'm not speaking uh, randomly. I'm speaking from a place of experience. I'm speaking from a place of experience. Um, so when we have deep wounds, it is easy to feel defeated. It's easy to feel sad. It's easy to feel not our best. Okay. And um, where do these deep wounds come from? Everyone's life is different. Some people's deep wounds come from decisions that they've made in their own lives that, you know, have, you know, not been the best. Um, you know, um, some of the deep wounds come from issues in families, um, you know, stuff that you've been through within your family that has been traumatic or hurtful to you. Some of the deep wounds come from, um, um, let's see, um, you know, not even stuff that's happened to you, but stuff that might be happening to people that you love, like your family, your friends, you know, um, some of the deep wounds come from relationships, you know, relationships between husband and husbands and wives or boyfriends and girlfriends or friends or, you know, relatives, you know, where you trusted somebody so much with all your heart and they broke your heart. They hurt you. Um, you know, they gave you a big disappointment in your life. You know, some of the deep wounding comes from there. Some of the deep woundings are, you know, expectations you have that, don't go the way you expect or fulfillments that you're looking for that, you know, just don't go the way you expect. Prayers that you're praying, you know, you're asking God to help you with something and it's just not coming through the way you want it to come through. And you go into your own feelings and your own emotions and you don't necessarily, you don't have the strength to think of the bigger picture 
or to see what it, you don't even understand what's to come because none of us know the knows the future except God. So deep wounds can come from anywhere. It can come from, you know, anything. You know, it, some people get deep wounding from just doing things that they're not supposed to do, like getting to sexual relationships that they shouldn't get into, and you know, forming soul ties with people, and then you know they get wounding from that. Um, some people um, care too much about what other people think about them. So when people say things that are hurtful or, you know, don't exalt or don't, um, encourage, they can get their wounding from there. Some people can get their wounding from, you know, being taken advantage of or, um, um, you know, what's that word I'm looking for? When you trust somebody and they let you down, you know, some wounding is because of loss. It could be somebody that you love, like your family, your friend, or, or a loved one that, you know, passes away and, you know, uh, they die and they leave you, you know, and, you know, like the deep wounding can come from anywhere. It can come from life situations, decisions, what people do to you, what you do to yourself. You know, it could even be physical wounding that actually penetrates and goes deep in your soul. I've spoken to some people in the past where they have some deep wounds because in the past they were raped or they were sexually abused and it's and it's a very it's very traumatic for them and that deep wounding is there and there's a lot of deep wounding and look we can talk all night about what deep wounds are for everybody is different and is relative not, one is not more um you know, worse than the other. It's all relative to each person's life. The point is that any type of deep wounds um, can be hard to deal with in general. Um, so let's talk about me. Let's talk about, you know, like this show is a show being uh, transparent. So let's talk about um, a deep wound that I've had that um, I've had to deal with or uh, I'm dealing with. Um, I'll give you an example. A deep wound that I've had in my past, which I believe that God has given me the grace to deal with and is still giving me the grace to to auto deal with, is I've had several disappointments in my life um, when it comes to um, committing and giving my heart to people. And having it crop my heart crushed and stampled and you know just trampled upon um, examples of these are even relationships with um, men that I thought that you know I would be with or they would be a, a husband to me um, you know I've had you know deep wounding from there I'm not gonna go into details of what happened there's some details I have in my book but um, you know some of it also is decisions I made without God so that wasn't helpful, um, but I'm very thankful to God that the deepest wounds that I suffered, I've been healed from it, um, you know, so I am healed from those type of relationships from the past, and um, and so that's why now I'm need-dependent on God. Um, it's not always easy because sometimes you see people making decisions and doing whatever they want, and you feel like, oh, but why can't I just be like everybody else? But um, I've learned from experience that I can't be like everybody else. Um, I do have to be need dependent on God and trust God. 
And, um, you know, so there are certain things that I'm still going through right now that God has just given me the grace to, to cast my cares upon him, not to try to resolve or do anything for myself. Um, so I'm just, you know, taking life day by day and God is healing me. As long as I let him, he'll always heal me. So I've definitely grown a lot from some of the deep wounds that I suffered and I'm still healing from a lot of things. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Um, but, um, this mess podcast today is really to encourage anybody that is suffering or going through some deep wounds in the soul that nobody else understands, that you can't even talk about, that you don't even want to talk about with anybody because what's the point, right? Because you don't think that they understand. And I just want to encourage you, uh, my listener, if that's you, I just want you to know you're not alone and there is somebody you can talk to and you can ask God to show you who that person is. But if you still don't feel comfortable, you can talk to God and God does care. Like that song said, it says, um, I've got deep wounds. I didn't know that you cared, God. I need you to heal me, God. Father, come and heal me. And God will heal you in your deep wounds. And I remember there was um, a day that a friend of mine um, left me a message and told me that God put it on her heart for me to read um, Isaiah 43. And I read it. And I was in tears. I don't know if I have the voice note. If I do, I'm going to play it for you because, and then I'm going to read Psalm 43, okay? So, actually, I think I should read Psalm, no, not Psalm 43, Isaiah, Isaiah 43. I think I should read Isaiah 43 first, and then I'm going to find that voice note that I sent that friend to thank her for telling me that because... I didn't realize that I needed that that day, but I found out that I did. So let me first read Isaiah 43. That really helped me in that day of wounding. Um, I have the amplified, amplified version of the Bible, so I'm going to read that. I try not to be too long on this podcast, and I'll try not to be too long in reading this um, amplified, amplified version, because you know the amplified version... Um, you know, it's um, a bit longer. Okay, so let's let's read this. Um, I hope um, you guys heard me for the most of the podcast. I realized that the microphone was a bit too far away, so I hope that you know you still heard me. I I brought I've brought it closer. So let's let's go ahead. So Isaiah forty three, amplified version. It says, "But now." This is what the Lord, your creator, says, O Jacob. You can put your name. Where does you see Jacob or Israel? You can put your name. So my name is Nana. So I can say, but now this is what the Lord, your creator, says, O Nana. And he who formed you, O Nana. But I'm going to read it as it is in the Bible, okay? But you can put your name. You can wear somebody else's name or Israel. You can put your name so you can personalize God's word to you. So Isaiah 43, it says, But now this is what the Lord, your creator, says, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by my name. You are mine. 
when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt to the Babylonians as your ransom, Cush, ancient Ethiopia, and Seba, its province, in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my sight, you are honored and I love you. I will give other men in return for you and other peoples in exchange for your life. Do not fear, I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east where they are scattered and gather you from the west. And I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from far, far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Bring out the people who are blind, even though they have eyes, and the deaf, even though they have ears. All the nations have gathered together so that the people, so that the peoples may be assembled. Who among them the idolaters can predict this, that Judah will return from captivity and proclaim us the former events. Let them provide their witness so that they may be justified or let them hear and say in acknowledgement in the truth, in it is the truth. You are my, you are my witnesses, declares the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me and understand that I am before me, excuse me, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, and there will be none after me, says the Lord. I only, I am the Lord, and there is no Savior beside me. I have declared the future and saved the nation and proclaimed that I am God. And there was no strange alien God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses among the pagans, declares the Lord, that I am God. Even from eternity, I am he. And there is no one who can rescue from my hand. I act and who can revoke or reverse it. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says. For your sake, I have sent one to Babylon. And I will bring down all of them as fugitives, even the Shadadians who reign in Babylon, into the ships over which they rejoice. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who makes a way through this, he who makes a way through the sea and a path through the mighty waters, he will bring out the chariot and the horse, the army. Oh, it's long. So I have to keep reading faster. This is me saying it's long, not the Bible. <laughs> and he who brings out the chariot and the horse, the army and the mighty warrior, they will lie down together. They will not rise again. They have been extinguished. They have been put out like the lamp's wick. 
Do not remember. Oh, this is what spoke to me. Hallelujah to God. Do not remember the former things. It spoke to me because I have a bad habit of thinking of all the bad things I've been through or have happened. And, you know, when am I going to see my heart's desire? When am I going to see this breakthrough I'm waiting for? And this really spoke to me when it says, do not remember the former things. That's Isaiah 43 verses 18. Do not remember the former things, Nana. Or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I, God, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me. Jackals and ostriches. Because I have given waters in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people whom I have formed for myself, will make known my praise. Yet you have not called on me in prayer and worship, O Jacob, but you have gone, grown weary of me, O Israel. You have, you have not brought me your sheep or goats for your burnt offerings, nor honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings, nor worried you with demands for offerings of incense. You have not bought me sweet, you have not bought me sweet cane with money, nor have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins, and you have wearied me with your wickedness. I, only I, he who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Remind me of your merits with a thorough report. Let us plead and argue your case together, Nana. State your position that you may be proved right. Your first father Jacob sinned, and your spokesman, the priests and the prophets, your mediators have transgressed against me. So I will profane the officials of the sanctuary, and I will consign Jacob to destruction, and I will subject Israel to defamation and abuse. So God just doesn't want that. God wants me, for example, he wants to wipe out my transgressions. God wants to me, us, him and I to come together and plead and argue my case together. God doesn't want me to be weary. God doesn't, God wants me to offer, like it says here, uh, where did I see this part? It says, God wants me to call. And sometimes when I'm in, having deep wounds, I don't even want to talk or even say anything to God. But God is like, yet you have not called on me, Nana, in prayer and worship. You have grown weary on me, Nana. God's like, come on, come now. Bring your sacrifices, Nana. Bring your worship. Bring your praise. Bring your tears. Bring your conversations. Let's talk this out, Nana. Because what I want to do, Nana, for you is I, first of all, I want you to stop remembering the former things. I want you to stop pondering the things of the past. I want you to listen carefully, Nana. Don't you see that something is springing forth that I'm about to do in your life? Don't you see it, Nana? Don't you see that where there's a wilderness, hallelujah, Jesus, I'm putting a road there, Nana. Don't you see, Nana, that where there's a desert, there's no water in the desert, but I will create rivers in the desert for you. Don't you know, Nana, hallelujah, that I will put waters in the desert. I will create rivers in the desert, meaning that I will do the impossible. What is impossible for you, Nana? What is impossible for people? Hallelujah, Jesus. God's like, I will do it for you. You know, I'll be honest. 
I have people, relatives even in my life that mock me, they laugh at me, they they were like, oh, look at her, like she doesn't have this, she doesn't have that, you know, and one thing we have to be careful about in life is not caring about other people's opinions, opinions about us, but caring about what is God's opinion about us. That's the most important opinion. And what seems impossible to people that laugh or mock you, or what even seems impossible to people that love you, but don't know how things are going to change in your life. What seems impossible to even you? God says it's not impossible for him because he's going to do something that is impossible for man. How there are no rivers in the desert. There are no oceans and seas in the desert. The desert is a dry, almost, I wouldn't say a wasteland, but it's a dry, dry place. You will find sand. You will find um, the sun. Even when um, um, Sarah um, drove, uh, Haggai left because Sarah wanted Haggai out. And Abraham told him they had to leave. And Haggai and her son Ishmael were in the desert. And they, 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 they finished the water they had. They had nothing, no water, no food, but specifically water. And they were fainting in the desert. And, and Haggai couldn't even watch Ishmael suffer. So she kind of like moved herself away from him and she was and she cried out and God sent an angel and God brought the angel to minister to them and gave um, Ishmael water gave Haggai water gave them strength empowered them to continue on their journey and God brought water where there was no water hallelujah even when God told Abraham, take your son Isaac and make him a sacrifice unto me. I want to know that you love me. I want to know that you trust me, Abraham. And Abraham didn't even think. He just was like, this is hurtful, but I love God and I obey God. I ob obedience is so important to, for, it was so important to Abraham. He was a friend of God. And not only was he a friend, but in his friendship, he obeyed God. And he took his one and beloved son, the son that he had waited for so many years, they was so old to have. He took that son and was going to sacrifice him, cut his neck, sacrifice him, shed his blood because God told him to do it. And when he was about to do it, God sent an angel and ministers and said, stop it. Don't kill your son. I will give you, I will make us, I will provide the sacrifice. And out of nowhere in the valley, in the desert, out of nowhere, I think more of a valley than the desert, there was a lamp out of nowhere, a ram. And God's like, now use this because I see your heart. I see that you obey me. I see that you love me. Take this ram and use this as a sacrifice and let Isaac go. And honestly, up to today, it blows my mind. It blows my mind because I'm like, where did this ram come from? It's just crazy. Like, you know, I'm tired of living in this age where I don't see live miracles. I want to see these miracles. I desire to see these miracles. And the only thing I can do right now for myself is just imagine it. And even imagine it, it trying to imagine it is too great for my little brain. It's too much awesomeness, too much greatness that I can't even comprehend. But if I force myself to try to imagine, I'm like, whoa. A ram came from absolutely nowhere. God made a dry land in the middle of the ocean for the children of Israel to cross over and get out of, you know, get away from Pharaoh and the Egyptian army. So he can put water where there's dryness and he can create dryness where there's too much water. And as hard as it is in the physical realm to see and believe, in my spirit, I believe it. And 
I'm keep I'm just keeping on I just want to keep praying that this truth leads my spirit into my soul into my into my flesh to know that my flesh to come into agreement with what my spirit already knows to come into agreement my soul to come into agreement with what the word of God already says that he can make rivers in the desert he can provide a ram out of nowhere in the valley he can make a dry land out of nowhere in the deepest ocean the seas he can do the impossible so if god can do the impossible i want the impossible in my life actually i can't talk for everybody but for me i need the impossible in my life it's not even it's not even a, a matter of choice for me i need the impossible because there's certain situations that i'm in right now or in my life that I absolutely need the impossible. I do. Like there's no, we can't even discuss it. I need the impossible. So I just want to encourage everybody who has deep wounds that God can do the impossible. Another scripture I want to get, if you don't, um, if you please bear with me, I don't know it by heart. You know, I just remember scripture, but I might not necessarily know, okay, this comes from this book or it's from this verse or this chapter, but I'm going to quickly Google it and um, I'm going to read it. Um, give me one moment. Sorry, it's, you know, like I'm not always pre-prepared. I just, you know, like to go with the floor, like to talk from the heart talk from the spirit and not be too overplanned so okay so this comes from psalms 147 verses 3 and it says jesus heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds so beloved you that are listening to me i just want to tell you if you have deep wounds and you don't believe that it can go away It'll take a long, long, long time. I want to tell you that it doesn't have to take a long, long, long time. I want to tell you, Psalm 147.3, that Jesus himself, he will heal your broken heart and he will bind up your wounds according to Psalm 147.3. So right now, beloved, I pray this prayer upon you right now. May the Lord Jesus Christ, may you open your heart to the name of Jesus, to the Lord of hosts, Jesus Christ. And may the Lord Jesus bind up the deep wounds that you have hallelujah and heal your broken heart and may the lord jesus create in your life rivers in the desert hallelujah may the lord jesus um, keep your mind from remembering the former things or, or pondering of the things of the past hallelujah may the lord jesus make you aware of the new things that are about to spring forth in your life for that he will make a road for you in the wilderness that he will create rivers in the desert for you hallelujah he will give great waters in the wilderness for you he will put rivers in the desert for you hallelujah he will make a way through the sea for you hallelujah and a path through the mighty waters for you hallelujah may the lord show you this may you plead your case with the lord may you give the lord a chance and i pray the same for myself i pray the same for you in the mighty name of jesus christ in the mighty name of jesus christ hallelujah so I just want to welcome um, thank you so much. Well, yeah, welcome you to my channel. And um, I want to thank you so much um, for, you know, listening to me. I know that, you know, everybody's very busy in their lives. 
as I'm talking to you, I'm just looking for some music. Um, yeah, so I just want to thank you for listening to me. And um, yep, I'm very, 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 very grateful. And um, let me see what song we can get, okay? I'm looking for something good here. Just bear with me. Yeah, so like I was saying, I'm just going to play one more song. It's um, basically a song that it's actually Afrobeats. It's a gos gospel hydration from gospel hydration. The artist is called Eclipse Nakasi. Again, it's Eclipse Nakasi is the artist. And the song is called I Need You. And it's just basically talking about God that he needs God. Well, we all need God. I need God as well. And you need God to heal your deep wounds. So let's play the song. I try not to play all of it because it's a bit long. So I'll just play part of it. Thank you. And I'll be back to say to to sign off. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me and for, um, you know, being with me here on this podcast called, um, um, what's my podcast called? <laughs> Intimacy and Truth. And this is episode two called Deep Wounds. And I just like to thank you so much. Please share this with your friends. Share it, share it, share it. And um, I look forward to episode three um, next week. Thank you so much. I bless you and I pray for healing for everybody. In Jesus' name, amen.